Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the September 21st episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we have something old, possibly something new. I don't know if it's blue, but something might tell you if it's blue to talk about today. But first, (laughs) let's talk about the upcoming class for the 30th. We will be teaming up with Lisa Salinger, and we'll be talking about what's new in iOS 15. Both Lisa and I have been using the beta of 2015 for, at least for me, at least a month. And it's been pretty stable. But we're going to get into that in the class on the 30th. So for more information, just go to the website and sign up to receive the joining information. However, if you have attended our classes in April, May, June, July, or August, you can reuse that same Zoom information as that meeting is reoccurring and that link and that ID should not die. That's right. So if you attend any of those classes, the information is the same. If not, though, don't be concerned. I will be sending it to the events mailing list sometime next week. So you will get it again. So it's the last day of the month, September 30th, Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time is when class is. Class will be recorded and uploaded onto our free downloads page forthwith. And we will have that up for you so you can download it if you can't come live. However, coming live to these is a good idea because you can ask your questions and share your own experiences, particularly with this class, if you've been on the beta as well. So that's kind of a fun way to get other people's ideas and thoughts about what has been going on with the new iOS builds. So come join us. And again, as Chris said, if you need to, you can join the events mailing list. It's free. It's an announce-only list, and that will give you information about the upcoming events. Speaking of upcoming events, quick reminder that also coming up very quickly in October is our class on efficient and fun ways to listen to podcasts. So if you haven't joined that and you wish to, we've kept it very affordable for you. We would love to have you, and you can check that information out. I'll put a link in the show notes, but if you go to the website, you can find it in the shop as well and learn all about that class. It's a four-week class. And it's going to be a lot of fun. There is going to be a live Q&A component to the class. And that will be available for you. Later in October, we're going to be having a class on podcast creation. So that's going to be a super fun event for anyone interested in that aspect of podcasting. And more about that will be on the website as well. You can look that up. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email or give us a call. And you can register for either of those directly on the site. And if you register for both, you can save 10 bucks. Now that we've talked about paid stuff, well, at least that last little bit <laughs> was paid stuff. Yep. We wanted to bring your attention to the Mantis Q40. Yes. This is a display put out by Humanware and APH, marketed by APH, distributed by APH. It is an APH product. And we collaborated with the American Printing House for the Blind and brought a three hour and 40 minute, something like that. It's almost four hour audio tutorial on the Mantis Q40. So for those that have been asking us about said product, yes, it is available. And a chameleon product will be coming soon. 
We don't know when that is will be available, but rest assured, a Chameleon product will be available soon, probably in the next couple of months or so. Exactly, and they are free. So if you want to go check out our Mantis documentation, it is available on our website. If you just go to the search box on the top of the site and you type in Mantis, M-A-N-T-I-S, it will pop up for you. You can find it, read the table of contents, download the audio, and learn more about the cool Mantis Q40 display. One of the things that's so cool about it is that it uses a QWERTY keyboard. So if you really aren't interested in Perkins-style Braille writing and would prefer a QWERTY style of entry, that will allow you to do exactly that. So, some cool things going on here in Mystic Access Land. Welcome to a blast from the past. So now that we have showered all this debris onto you. <laughs> and we have shared something new. It's yes. time to go back and share some old goodies. Some of you may remember or know from having talked to us that I am moving in the process and my parents and a couple family friends were here last week and brought up a trailer of my stuff. And in the process of that, we have emptied more of Chris's stuff and we have brought in some of mine and we found a few treasures <laughs> along the way and we thought it might be entertaining to share what we found in the closets. Yes. So the Mystic Access Magic Closet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And we have quite a few little goodies to share with you. Very random things that we have come up with. And I think the first one we'll share is this little guy. This looks weird, Chris. Why do you describe this to the people? This is a Bop It action game. <laughs> and it's kind of a weird looking thing. But it's got a pull it, a twist it, and an actual Bop It. So your classic game. It's got... A grip where you would put your hand, your fingers, and your thumb, and you can hold it. And there are reasons why, because this has a motion sensor, accelerometer, whatever you want to call it, because there's more than bop it, twist it, and pull it. Oh, so much more. In fact, we looked it up. There are 10 additional actions that you can utilize with this, but you have to play a certain game to make it happen. So, those of you who have played these Boppet games in the past, and we have quite a few of them laying around the house now, we're kind of organizing our games collection, you will use either the flick it or the twist it to do certain things with the Boppet before you actually begin the process of the game. So, what happens if we do one of those things? Or not flick it and twist it, pull it and twist it, I'm pull sorry. Pull it and twist it, Pull yes. it and twist it. Bop it to start! So, you pulled it. Right, so I'm going to pull it again. Action! That's action. This is how you move through your games. Action is the one that has like the 10 different things you can do. Action, pass it. Action, pass it does exactly what it sounds like it does. You can pass it. So he and I can pass it between ourselves if we wish to. It's like hot potato. It's like hot potato. Classic. There's classic. Classic, pass it. Classic, pass it. Beat bop. Now what the heck is beat bop for those who have never played? So when you play bop it, it says bop it, Twist spin it, it and pull it. <laughs> You're thinking of Flick It. You're thinking of Bop It Extreme. I am thinking of Extreme. We have an Extreme around the house, too, that we came up with. Yeah. Bop It to start. So it wants us to Bop It to start, but what that does is instead of saying Bop It, Twist It, and Pull It, it plays a sound, and, and you're supposed to twist, pull, or bop, depending on the type of sound. Now, if I pull it again... Beat Bop, Pass It. There's Beat Bop, bop pass, pass It. Action. We're back and to And we're back to action. action. Now, the other one... Tell me what it is, because I'm going to screw it up again. 
is twisted. Twisted. Twisted will quiet. Change your volume. Blasting loud. So quiet. blasting. Quiet, blasting, and loud. And because we're doing this audio, we're gonna leave it on blasting for a minute and give you a little tour of how this actually works. So to bop it to start, you actually just hit it. There's no actual thing to bop. There's not a little button to bop. You just bop right. it to start. But you want to might want to bop the speaker. Yeah. The, ooh, or not. Or not. High score. 40. That's better. Bop it. Twist it. Pull it. Hammer it. Yow! You know, like you're hammering a nail. Score. So, three. Like you're... <laughs> hammering a nail. Okay, so let's try this again, let's shall try we? Let's this again. High score. 40. Bop it. Twist it. Pull it. Answer it. What? Just answer the phone. Score three. Okay, it's my turn to try. Because let's see if I can do any better. I kind of doubt it. I am not very good at these. They are very fun and enjoyable, but I'm not very good at them. So let's find out. I'm going to High score 40. Bump it. Twist it. Pull it. Comb it. Bump it. Comb it. Twist it. Cradle it. Pull it. What? Uh, pull the pullable thingy. Score eight. Well, I did a little better. Let's try one more time, shall we? But you're getting an idea of some of the sounds and some of the things you can do. So you're actually moving this thing around with a little sensor in it. And I actually really love this one because it's so challenging. It's very fun. High score. 40. Bump it. Twist it. Pull it. Saw it. Oh, forward and back. You can saw it. Score three. The little things are really funny, too. So you're essentially just moving this thing around. There's a bunch of them. There's drink it. There's answer it, as we heard. Cradle it, as we heard. There's a lot of them. There's golf it. There's... Whip it. Whip it. <laughs> so there's all kinds Bump of it, things in here. And I'll show you what happens when he gets ready to go to sleep. You just let him sit here for a minute. There's nothing actually to turn it on with. There's no power button or anything. I Eventually, think you pull it. That's the power button. You pull it to begin the actual process? I believe so, yes. I'm going to sleep. But to turn him off, that's what happens. He says, I'm going to sleep. And then if you want to pull him, because see, twisting him does nothing, bopping him does nothing. So you do. You pull him, and that'll wake him back up again and get him started. It's a cool little thing. We have, how many did we decide we had? We have quite a few Boppets. We got the original Boppet. We've got this thing. <laughs> we've got Boppet Extreme. And I think we've got a Star Wars. Well, I know we've got a Star Wars Boppet. And we have a little bitty Boppet that we haven't played with yet. It's like a knockoff Boppet, we think. So yeah, it's definitely not a Boppet. We found it in the closet the other day when we were going through things. So it's kind of fun to find treasures. Speaking of treasures, here's one that doesn't quite work, but we wanted to show it to you anyway because it's kind of cool and we're going to actually replace this treasure. This It's a practical treasure. Right. This I bought in 2001 right after 9-11 and this is a crank radio. So on this crank radio, you've got a flashlight, you've got a crank that will charge the radio and let it run for, you know, I think every two minutes or so gives you... A crank. So I'm going to turn it on to the spot where the crank is supposed to take place. And then we're going to flip the crank out and we're going to turn it. There's an antenna too. There's an antenna. And it so doesn't. If you want good sound, you would it have It doesn't to quite it. seem to want to work right now, but it didn't work anyway. It didn't really work. The batteries we think are just hosed. I mean, this is 20 years old. So. Yes. 
there's little batteries in this thing. It's like a little battery pack and it's not charging the batteries so or putting power into the batteries. There are two ways you can do it. You can do it with just the crank and the battery, the like the rechargeable battery that's in there for the crank, or you can put in multiple additional batteries and then it'll be a battery operated radio. Yes. So if you're going to have a crank, options. you might as well be able to crank, crank it. Crank it up. Exactly. Like bop it. You can like crank it. it. You can crank it. <laughs> so that's kind of a little gem here where you've got the little crank, the little crank radio. So and let's see if we can make it run for 2.2 seconds. You can actually you can actually hear, hear it. it. Let me see. Do you want to turn the antenna out? <laughs> you can kind of it's hear it wanting it to do something. Yeah, it... it we had it talking a couple minutes ago, and it was trying to speak to us. But we may have. I'm going to inadvertently move the station. It's got a tuner, so an actual knob that you it's use. It's got an tune. actual knob that you can actually tune There's with. There's a knob that you actually use Wait, for volume control. Wait, it was on control. shortwave. Uh, Let me put it back. That might be the problem. But I think I just moved the thing. Oh, no. Well, let's see if we can get something. So it, it was yeah, starting it to was play. Yeah, it was starting to play, but you're not supposed to have to continuously crank it to hear it. That's right. not how it works. You're supposed to crank it for like two minutes or five minutes or something and get a couple few hours of of, uh, <laughs> of juice on it, but it doesn't quite work anymore. It doesn't quite work, but we, it was a cool thing. Yes, and we thought we would show it because it is such a thing that, you know, something might happen where you run out of power and you might need a radio. Some of them these days, too have solar power capability. So that's, I think, what we're going to look at next. Yeah, I think that's going to be the way to go with getting a new one. But we definitely want a new one. Here's something. I used to have one of these, but his is nicer than mine. And it has a little clip on the back. And you can just press down and open the clip. It's got what looks like a switch on the side. It's got a couple of things on the side that you can, looks like, press. It's kind of flat on the bottom, and it flares out towards the top. It's got several buttons on it. And you can clip it to yourself. Any guesses what this is? Following. Oh. Time. Step. Distance. Following. So what is it saying right there? Calories. Calories. Okay. So, it's a pedometer. It's a pedometer. Talking so pedometer. I pressed the button. There are three buttons Towards the middle, towards the center of the front panel. That's the one on the middle that I pressed. If I press the one on the left. It does nothing. It does nothing. So I'm going to press the one on the right. It does nothing. There's also either. one on the edge. There's a big button on the edge. I see two on top. There's one right here. It does nothing. It's supposed to. Let me see. It's supposed to There's one to on the right, too, though. You, okay. Zero okay. kilocalories. All right. So when you hit the middle button here, time. there's time. Let's see what time it says it is. You have walked zero hours and zero minutes. Oh, that's your, that's your walking time. Right. Step. You have walked 40 steps. So now if we shake it. <laughs> that's one way you can get You can kind of hear the little pedometer thing going in there. Around. Now. You have walked 52 steps. Yep. Okay. Now there's a little switch here, too. Let's see what this does. Okay, it does. Let me see. Turns it on and off? It, yep, looks like it does. Maybe it's got a power switch. Either that or it turns off the voice. Ah, uh, perhaps. So you just turn it. Let's see. You have the one kilocalorie. 
Ooh. One kilocalorie, go you. One kilocalorie. So it's still zero hours, zero minutes. Because I didn't shake it for more. You didn't shake it for left time. Right. (laughs) You'd have to sit there and shake it. You'd have to shake it, shake it, shake it. I had one of these, but it only lasted like six months. I loved it, though, while I had it. If I remember right, there's also a way for this one to play music or something, a little tune or something when you're walking. I think mine had that, now that you mention it. But I don't remember remember how how I did it. I don't remember how you did that. Yeah. It was kind of... Kind of cool. Thing. Yeah. These are these are partially accessible. These are probably yeah. like seventy five percent accessible. Sixty steps. There. Ooh. Sixty steps. We've increased our steps. Go you. <laughs> okay, go me. So that's just a little talking pedometer. So some of these fun things can be, you know. Still used. Yeah, or... of these three, you can still purchase talking pedometers. Sure you can. You can still purchase crank radios, obviously, although they're a little nicer than the one that we have over here, but it's 20 years old. And you can still purchase that Bop It Action game. So, yes. you know, if you decide you want to start playing some games, you have the ability to do that. I'm going to show you a weird little thing that I found in my things as I was moving. This is kind of a, a silly little thing that just kind of made me laugh. And I ended up with it a few years ago. This is, what's in my hand, is a little plastic giraffe. He's a toy giraffe. And he has a little head. And he has little eyes, which both move. And the rest of him is essentially stationary. These are things called fingerlings. And they're called fingerlings because their little arms or feet can sit on your finger. And then you can manipulate them. They're interactive. They have lots of different sounds and stuff in them. And in order to turn him on, he has a switch on the back of his head. I'm going to turn him on. He says, hello. And you can touch him in different ways. He's singing us a song. If I kind of lay him down, he starts. He goes to sleep. I can rock him. Rock him isn't doing anything, so I'm going to set him up. He's waking up again. You can swing him around. I think I swing him upside down. So, he makes little sounds. You can kind of... He's getting sleepy again. You just turn him in different ways. He's singing again. There's a whole booklet of things you can do with these. Depending on where you touch him on his head. And the head is where the sensors are. You can make it kind of do different things. I think you can... I was trying to throw it a kiss, but it may not be one of the ones that you can do that to, but you can, there him snoring again, you can just kind of bounce him around, just kind of bouncing him up and down, because I can't remember all the things that you're supposed to be able to do to it, but there's a lot of things, and he makes lots of cute little sounds. If you lay him down and just kind of leave him alone, he'll eventually go to sleep. But there are different things you can do, and depending on where you touch him, there's other cool stuff that I'm not remembering that you can do with him. Depending on where you touch him, he will do different things. So it's just a kind of a fun little interactive toy that I came up with at some point. I know I was initially going to show some of these in a podcast because they're kind of fun, and you know, depending on what your life is like and what you enjoy, 
he's very singy today, isn't he? Yeah. Then, then you can do different things with these things. And when you get sick of him, you can reach over here and you can turn the switch to the right that's in his head. And that will turn him off. So, he's cute. He's got a little fuzz on top of his head. And I forget his name, but I will find out before the podcast. So, and I'll, I'll do a link to him in case any of you are interested in purchasing him. So, I'm going to lay him back over here. Let's see. Where shall we go next? Oh, I think we'll show... Do you want to show the, the nicest treasure that we found? Yes. So, back years and years and years ago, I purchased a color tester from American Printing House. And I knew I had it, but when we did this deep dive <laughs> last week... Deep dive, deep clean, deep everything. With the parents. Everybody. Yeah, the we, we had six people in here cleaning this house. So right. between six of us, we got a lot done last week. So we turned this bachelor pad into a little princess house. <laughs> On this color tester, you've got one little end here. That's where your, your little lens is. And then you've got two buttons on the top. And then you've got, on the side, you've got a power port to plug in a power supply. And thankfully, I had the power supply. Thankfully, it still worked. And when I plugged it in to charge it because it was deader than dead, it worked. So what we're going to do is we're going to put this on Kim's <laughs> shirt. Black with tones of olive. Go I don't down. know why it's saying black yeah it's black i don't know where it's getting tons of olive it from. might be a little tiny bit of light coming in somehow yeah, but you, you kind of black with tones of olive yeah the tones of olive again i love her voice black so now so he's just touching me let's try the couch gray that's right gray now what is that it can tell you the color you're pressing and holding the button and it can tell you where the color black. changes, where it thinks the colors change. Yeah, it said black right there. Because I lifted it away. Ah, uh, okay. See, these, this is all the same color. Black. And that's because I pulled it away. And we're back on me, but that's I happen to be wearing black. the same color, though. Mm -hmm. It's not telling you what color it is. It's telling you that it's the same color. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go on the runner here. No, it's a different color. Dark brown. Black with tones of brown. Dark brown. Go down the rug. Light gray with tones of brown. Light gray with tones of brown. This is actually very good. This rug is what's called moon rock. And it looks like the surface of the moon. So, of course, we had, oh, I had to have it a long yes, time ago. That was years ago, yeah. Gray with tones of brown. So if we check all this stuff, gray. I'm going to check myself. Dark gray, midnight blue. So that's midnight blue. midnight blue. Oh, here's something blue. Let's see. Light gray with tones of blue. So it's light gray, with, light tones gray of, with tones of blue. Right. This is so it's doing a good thing. Right. And you've got, on the, the other button, you can, I'm going to put it back on me. So there's midnight blue. So I'm going to hit the other button. Brightness 1.3. Hue 6.3. Saturation 4.8. So it tells you all of that. But I think this is really, really cool. So I'm going to press and hold the first button again. That's all pretty much the same color. It's changing a little bit. So what's this? 
So that's turquoise. Okay. Let's go here. Another part. So it's a totally different thing. And I think you could even use it as a kind of a light detector. I'm going to see if that actually works. I think it does. Yeah, you're sticking in this window. So <laughs> let's see. Black. Let me see. I'm going to actually turn the light on. So I'm going to aim it at the light. Maybe not. Well, let me see. Brightness 0.0. Hue 11.1. Saturation 0.0. Yeah, because that light is definitely on and it's bright. So maybe not. So it's a color detector as opposed to a light detector. I thought I had one at one time that did exactly that, though. It had another button on it. Do you remember which one that was? That actually did the color detection. I don't. And the light detection. I don't. Mm -hmm. I know APH has a newer one out that we might have to get sometime in the future. Yeah, we would love to have it because it's cool. That can tell you the color of light. Yeah, which it's is a neat, kind of neat. neat thing. So that's the little color tester thing. That is by far our most expensive treasure. Yes. <laughs> We've come up with most of these are like what well, the pedometer is probably like twenty bucks. My little giraffe's like ten, you know. So yeah, this Bobbit game's probably twenty. You know, right. So so the next thing I'm going to show you, it's long, it's rectangular, it's made out of a really high quality metal, and it's a speaker. It's like a soundbar speaker. Now, at one time we got these when we were looking for speakers to sell. On the right hand side of it, there's a flat part of the rectangle on the right it has a micro sd card slot it has a micro usb port for charging and it has an auxiliary jack so you charge this via micro and it's got one two three four five buttons on the right hand top face where the part of the speaker grill is and there is a certain way that you turn this because on the back it's smooth on the back face and on the front is part of the speaker grill now the reason we did not end up selling this is because of this. Hello, Music Angel. I am ready to connect. So the speaker is made by a company called Music Angel, and it has that voice. And at the time, Lisa still worked for us, and there was some internal disagreement among the three of us as to whether or not this should be offered, because she sounds like that. And when you turn her off... Bye-bye. She sounds like that. But I'm actually going to connect her. Hello, Music Angel. I am ready to connect. And I'm going to open my Bluetooth settings. Open Bluetooth settings. You don't really need to hear my phone. I'm just using my iPhone. So here's my Bluetooth settings. I'm going to find her. It's trying to connect to something else. So let me get rid of that. There's Music Angel. Double tap. It says connecting. I am connected. That's what she says. Whoa, and she's really loud. Or my phone is. One of the two. Bluetooth on. I think I might have to, have to turn her down with the speaker. I don't know. Bluetooth heading. Open music. I'm trying to do this with the phone. Okay. Music. Listen now. Heading. My count. My count. My count. Button. World of Omnia. Omnia. 2011. Button. So I'm going to open this. Selected. Selected the person standing in front. Listen. Button. 10, Dilpaya, radio version, 3 minutes, 42 seconds, button. 
Actions 10. Deal Paya. Radio version. 3 minutes. 42 seconds. Now play. 10. Deal Paya. Radio version. 3 minutes. 42 seconds. Now yeah, I can figure out how these things work. So I paused. That's previous. The next one is next. So I'm going to try and turn it down by holding previous. There we go. So if you hold the previous button, I listen to weird stuff. You guys know that already. It sounds awesome. I think this is Bluetooth. Who knows? Probably four. Four, three. So this is what went here. That sounds really good. It does. And then if I want to go to the next track. 10. Deal Paya. Radio version. 3 minutes. 42 seconds. Button. That's because my phone is actually open. I want you to hear a vocal. So let's go to... So that's the vocal. Kind of pause. Where's pause? Oh, that took me back to the beginning. So I'm still kind of trying to remember how to use this. That's interesting. There we go. Now I got it paused. So you just kind of have to play with these and remember how you're supposed to use them. If I were to disconnect this from Bluetooth. Or power it off. Or power, well, if I power it off, it's going to say goodbye. Let's see if it says it when I power it off the speaker. Bye-bye. That just says bye-bye. I'm going to turn her back on and show you how fast she reconnects. Hello, music angel. I am ready to connect. She should see the phone and reconnect in a second. I am connected. Boom, pretty fast. I'm going to go back into my settings over here. And find her. Ah, there we go. Let's see, it, was, it just took a few seconds to, to connect. I'm going to find music angels. Ah, there's music angel. So it says music angel. More info. I am disconnected. There we go. That's I what, am ready to connect. That's what I wanted you to hear, that she will actually give you all these prompts. But if I turn her off and turn her back on. Bye-bye. She's off. She should automatically reconnect when I turn Hello, her back on. Hello, music angel. I am ready to connect. Now, I forgot about that little thing. I am connected. When she says, hello, music angel, do you hear how her volume kind of drops a little bit? I'd kind of forgotten about that. So here's... And she should be trying to reconnect here. Here'd she go. Well, needless to say, it does work. Needless to say, it does work. I'm going to try one more bye time bye. just to get her back. But You probably have to go in and reconnect her Yeah, or maybe she needs to be... But my phone, my phone wasn't working, which was the interesting thing. I am ready to connect. I am connected. I'm going to start music on my phone. There we go. And see if she'll reconnect here. There, there we go. That's what I wanted to happen. So I'm going to turn her off again. I don't even know if this is still offered. Bye-bye. I'm kind of curious, so I will look on Amazon to get an idea. As there is also a USB 
port on this? There is a full USB. So you can charge your phone with it. You can charge your phone with it. I don't think it's for flash drives. I don't remember. Do you? I don't believe it is. I don't believe it is. I believe it's just for charging. So it's actually a power bank in addition to. But it's really nice. The actual layout of this is nice. But what's really nice is this hardware. It's got little feet on the bottom so it won't move around. It's made out of really nice material. It's a, like an aluminum or something. And it's just really, really nice. Let's switch gears for a few seconds. And we went to Niagara Falls for a little trip. We did. We did. And it My was my first time. Yes. And it was really, really cool because there are certain places that you can walk where you can feel the rolling thunder of the falls. You Under can your feet. Feel the vibration of the water. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of wild. The other thing is that we did we did this little tour of our Niagara Falls. So we went and did that. By ourselves. We By didn't ourselves, actually, yeah. Right. We didn't actually go on a tour We were tour. going to. We were going to do a full tour. And then at the last minute, we decided, no, we're not going to do a full tour. We're just going to walk around. So you can actually get into the Niagara State Park for free. So you have the ability to do all this stuff yourself. You can just follow the signs and the trails and do whatever you like. And we actually probably hiked for probably two miles. Yeah, all two the way through, miles. Two to sure. three. Oh, we went on the trolley. That was we cool. Did. So we were able to ride the trolley. I think that was $3 a person. Yeah, it wasn't it was one of those where you can hop on and hop off. Mm -hmm. So it was $3 a day, and you could just hop on and hop off, and they were telling you about different places in Niagara Falls that you can, you know, visit and what's there. There's an aquarium that's there. We went on Goat Island. We didn't go on Goat Island. We yes, we did. Go did we? No, we were on Goat Island. Oh, were we? Oh, yes, we were. We passed so, Luna Islands, too, which I thought was cool. Yes, we passed that. Luna. We didn't go on Luna Island, but we did go on Goat Island. We were walking around Goat Island and checking out some of the stuff, and it was really fun. So. It was really fun. There's Three Sisters Island, which we passed. There's all kinds of stuff. If you haven't been to Niagara, there's the U.S. side, and there's the Canadian side. Yes. We were on the U.S. side of the falls, and there are three different falls you can see from there. There's the main Niagara Falls. There's Horseshoe Falls, which is amazing. And there's uh, Bridalville Falls. So those are the three different falls. And we saw all of those as we were walking around. We went to those different places. I don't know, and I don't think there are, any kind of, like, guided visual tours that you can get, like, with headphones or anything. It would kind of defeat the purpose if you were doing anything like that. Right. There were helicopter tours. There were... Okay. Hot Some, balloons? Somebody was making some massive bucks on those helicopter tours because yeah. they were going back and forth, back and forth. So that's kind of neat. We didn't see any higher balloons, though, did we? No, I don't believe so. The wind really picks up as you get close to these falls, and the temperature drops significantly. We picked a really gorgeous day for it. We picked the pick day of the week to do this tour. So that part was fun because... We had really good weather to hike, which was nice. That is a little trip to Niagara Falls, and I may have a couple little recordings that I could throw in right to show you. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I might we'll have been able goes. to get those. I don't know how good they turned out. Yeah, we haven't I really listened to them yet. Hit record and see what happens. Yeah, I want to try and get some more audio. 
doing audio. You can feel the feel the flow of the water. Hope they work. So we did it from a couple different places on the falls, but it's nice that, additional to the visual amazingness that are the falls, you can both feel and hear them, and it's a real sensory experience because you can feel the mist coming up depending on where you are. If you haven't heard of it, speaking of mist, there's also a boat called the Maid of the Mist. Well, there actually there are a couple Maids of the Mist, and they will take you under the falls if you want to do that. I think it's like 25 or 35 bucks to do a ride on the Maid of the Mist, and you can go underneath the falls. Yes, you're going to be down into the current of the falls, so that's... Those have got to be some really skilled drivers and some really skilled boats, too. Some uh, of our people said they were scared. They didn't really want to do that. So right. So it was just a little too much falls for them. But I might do it. I, I would do it. Do that. I, I did it I as a it. child. They gave you a poncho. And if you do not want to get wet, you do not want to go on the Maid of the Mist. You because will get wet. You will still get wet regardless of the poncho. If you have any phones or electronics, I would suggest putting them somewhere or not even taking them to the falls. We didn't even bother taking our phones to the falls. There was no point. Nobody's going to call us. What were you recording on your watch? Oh, actually, you are correct. I did take my phone to the falls because I did record on my phone. But we didn't take our phones to another place that had falls that we went to a little bit later. Yeah, we week. went to Ledgeworth State Park. For a picnic, for a family picnic. Yes, we did. So we had a family picnic at Letchworth State Park, and we were able to go to those falls. What and was the thing about Letchworth that it said? Is it, It's not the most visited national park. What it is, is it? It is the most visited, I think. Really? Yes. I thought the Smoky Mountains National Park was the most visited. Well, we can have that argument. Everybody's going to say they're the most visited or the best. There was something. It had that. some kind of sign as you went in, I think, mm -hmm. or something that somebody was saying. So, you've got a lot of family history at Ledgeworth. So, it was really fun going there. And they have three sets of falls as well. They have a lower falls, a middle falls, and an upper falls. So, we saw two of those three. And I think, didn't we stop by the third one? Yes. To see it. But we walked to two of those three. Yes. So, we actually have pictures of us by the middle falls. And the funny part about that picture, in the background, there's a trestle. That trains go over. A train trestle, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, when I was in my younger days, and <laughs> when they... Sort of allowed it. They don't, <laughs> sort of allowed it. <laughs> they they don't quite allow it anymore. But people used to go up on that trestle. And my mom and I were up on that trestle. 
while the train was coming through. And I mean, we were so close to that train that standing where we were on that trestle, you could reach out and touch the train. That's it, scary. It was crazy. <laughs> and that's probably why they don't let you do that. That's probably why that's not allowed anymore. Right. <laughs> so I remember going up the path, going up the hill, going onto the trestle, and then here comes a train. Yikes. But the train and the trestle and all that, it was a really fun and cool experience when I was a child and doing that. It's funny because if you were to turn off any of the, either one of those falls, either Letchworth Falls or Niagara Falls, if you could just turn your little crank and stop the water, I wonder what's in there. Like, how much money is in there for people? That just threw money over there like a little wishing well type mm-hmm. of thing. You know, I remember as kids going to Niagara Falls during the Festival of Lights and taking money and throwing it in the falls. Okay, now why would you do that? But you did. <laughs> but you did. It's like right? throwing a penny into a wishing well. Letchworth, you did the same thing. How much money, how many cars, how many tires, how many this, how many that is in Letchworth Falls? How many... Boats broken up into splintered smithereens that you would never actually find. But how many were in there at one point in time? We were talking about that. And it's like the first people that saw Niagara Falls in a boat and they're going down the river. And they're like, oh, falls. (laughs) Yeah, that's not quite cool. Yeah. Speaking of falls, though, you know another thing that's really cool about Niagara? When you go at night. It's lit up. They light it up. They light it up. Light it up. I would love to do that. I wonder if they light it up at Christmas time with like reds and greens and stuff for holidays. I don't know if they still do it, but they had this thing called the Festival of Lights, which I just mentioned, mm-hmm. and they would string the falls. Ooh. Not the falls themselves, sure. but around the area of where you were. Mm-hmm. And then they would have spotlights shining down on the falls, so they would light them up. They probably still do that, but I don't think they do the whole festival anymore. Oh, what they canceled the festival for? I don't know. And it was way before COVID that they canceled the festival, yeah. so we can't we can't blame that casualty on no, COVID. No, it's not a COVID casualty, but there's cool things you can do. That's one of those things we were talking about that are really fun for anyone who loves like the natural world and being in nature and stuff. You can be up here in the city, and we are in a big city up here, but then you can travel what twenty minutes. And you can be at the falls. Yes. You know, it's really cool. Or you can travel an hour and a half and you can be at Letchworth, which is country. <laughs> oh, it's you country, know, it's, all right. It's country. So it's kind of interesting to know that even when you're in a big place, you can move just a few miles away. You can be somewhere completely different. So I think my parents coming from a rural area really enjoyed that aspect of things that drive to Letchworth my dad's favorite part of the whole thing including Niagara was the drive to Letchworth now what the heck do you suppose that is it's a rooster it's annoying me is what it is (laughs) how do you turn it off I don't know (laughs) stop alarm a quarter past nine okay so you may have figured out what our last treasure is, and we wanted to give you an interlude because we knew this alarm was coming up and talk to you about a little bit what we've been doing and maybe you'd find it interesting too. This is a cobalt clock. It is. You can run it off of power. 
You can run it off of a 9-volt battery. It has a little cover that only shows you two buttons. So we've got the left button, which is... Monday, the 20th of September, 2021. The date. We and we've it. got the other button. A quarter past nine. So we have it, say, a quarter past nine or some other time frame. It could say 9.15 if it wanted to, but... I think it's kind of I different. I don't know. I don't know that it says 9.15. It would if you turned off that feature. So if I pull off the cover, it exposes two more buttons. And under the date button, and there, the date and the time are square buttons, and the other buttons, there's two more buttons. Those are more like diamond-shaped buttons. They're kind of the square on, the si on their side, if you will but they're diamond shaped. And the left button, you can go through your settings. So if I press the left button. Alarm on. So I don't want this to go on, so I'm gonna hit the right button. Alarm off. Now I'm gonna hit the left button again. Snooze off. There's snooze, so you can turn snooze on or off. Hourly report off. So we can turn on or off an hourly report just by hitting the right button. Set alarm hours, 9 a.m. Set alarm minutes. 15. So that's 15 that's if the I... current alarm. Right. 16789202020202202030. Okay, so it would be set to 930. If it was on, it is not. Volume 8. So there's volume 8. There's 8 volumes. This is the loudest. Alarm sound. There's different alarm sounds. Again. Alarm, volume eight, seven, six, five, four. There, that won't wake me up. Time style, just past 20, past nine. So it's past 20, past nine. Right. So if I hit this right button. 9.21 a.m. So it gives you the exact time. So it would say 9.15 if, if this was off. That's right. But I think this is an interesting feature, so we're going to turn it on. Just past 20, past nine. Set year, 2021. Set month, set date, set clock hours. Now set clock minutes, 22. Auto, summer, winter, on. Now what is that? That's for daylight savings. That's your savings. daylight savings time. Uh -huh. So it's probably going to be messed up as we changed. When it starts, when the time When it changed. starts and when it ends. Yep. So I might actually turn this off. Auto, summer, winter, off. There we go. And then I'm going to go hit it again. Alarm, on. And oh. we're back to alarm. Why is the alarm on now? Probably because we changed it. So it ah. would go off at 9.30. So let's turn alarm that off. off. Snooze off. Now, and what is their snooze? Is snooze just on off or is it multiple times? Snooze on. Snooze off. Ah, okay. It's a toggle. Hourly report off. And we could turn this on if we want to. What does the hourly report do? Hourly report on. It tells you the time at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, oh, 11 okay. o'clock, 12 o'clock. Mm Hourly -hmm. report off. We're going to turn that off. Set alarm hours. And we're back to that. So you can run this on AC adapter, which I don't have. You can run it on a 9 volt. You can put this little cover back on. And you would match up the power supply hole with a little hole in the cover. It's the easiest way to do it. Put it on. Now the two set buttons are missing. They're gone. So you've only got... They're covered. Right. So you've only got the time and the date buttons available, which is really, really cool.
I didn't even know I had this thing. It was really a surprise to me when I found it. I thought it was an old Radio Shack one, but it's apparently not. Nearly 25 past 9. So that gives you an idea of what this is. So we found quite a few treasures in the treasure vault as we were cleaning out closets and drawers and things and wanted to share a few of them with you. Thought you would enjoy our look back at some past things. And remember, a lot of this stuff you can still get. Although, can you still get those cobalt clocks? I don't know. We have no idea. We really don't know. That was a surprise to us. So we're kind of happy we found that. It's kind of a neat little thing. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. And we shall see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.